Alright, welcome back to another episode of the New Hustlers Experience. If you're tuning in for the very first time, I'm glad that you are because it means I'm doing something right and reaching more people. Now, you may be wondering what this podcast is all about. It's basically a cross between entrepreneurship and personal development. I basically share with you my story, all the adversities I had to overcome to be alive today, and really how I'm able to put myself in a position where I'm chasing after my own goals and loving the freedom to be making an impact in the world on my own terms. If this is the very first episode you're listening to, I highly and I really recommend and urge you to start from the very first episode and really understand who I am and it really gives you a better idea of me and my purpose with this. That way you're caught up to speed as well. However, if you've been listening for a while or even from the very beginning and you enjoy what you've heard so far, do me a solid and tell one friend about it. It would mean a lot to me. It would mean the world. Um, Share this podcast with them so they can find things they can relate to because I know for a fact that what I went through all those years, certain aspects of it can relate to almost everyone. Having said that, today's episode, I'll be going over why most people truly stay average. I'm in the moment like a second hand, putting this work in, like I have a second set of hands, that's a helping hand, hitting you with a plethora of sands, like sands, exchanging energy, blows them out of hand, I flow so cold like a ramen in the freezer, you heat it, man's not hot in the best way, worst case scenario, you defeat it, believe it or not, I got enough juice to body everybody in the booth, looking proof that we're is not dead, plot twist on the second With this episode, I'll be talking from personal experiences because the truth is, I've been average my whole life and I absolutely hated every minute of it. I grew up with an average mindset that led to having average grades, average friends, and also an average income. Now that shit will kill you, having an average mindset because all you will ever do is these exact three things throughout your entire life. Putting in minimal work effort, thinking small, and settling for comfort. Because of those three things, most people will always stay average, indefinitely. Now, for sure, I am going to dig a little bit deeper into those three things, but before I do, I want to go over how people even cultivate an average mindset in the first place. Now, for me, it actually didn't come from my family, as they were actual hustlers. It was actually because I didn't listen to my parents and I ran away from home uh, to be around others and spent most of my time in other households. Yes, you heard it right. I ran away from home. If you are new to my podcast, chances are you probably didn't come across uh, that episode specifically where I opened up about it, but that's okay because you can actually go find it right after this episode to check out all the gritty details you find it in episode 7 entitled Running Away. Okay, so I left my home to ultimately, without my understanding, be surrounded by average people and began cultivating their mindset. Had I not and endured the negativity at home, I would have not been so average thinking growing up. But once again, I never really regret any decision I made to date as it has led me to the path that I'm very happy with. So because of that fatal decision, I spent years and years adopting certain habits, influences, and actions from average households I was in. I'm not stating (laughs) it was a mistake nor am I upset for spending my time with those families, but I was too young to really understand what I was absorbing. The passion, love, and humble environment was great, but if I had kept continuing down that path like everyone else I was with, 
I would have truly not be the person I am today. Not saying I was better than the families and everyone I was around with at the time, but I just wanted more out of life. And I knew that from a very young age. So long story short, I had to redevelop my core values and re-engineer my habits so I wouldn't be trapped in an average loophole. So what I know is from studying others and over hundreds of people I work with daily, it's because of one of these two things. Family being the biggest one and oddly enough, loved ones. So the family aspect is quite common, I would say. Now, before I continue, I have no judgments toward families that raise their kids like this because I know they were raised as children themselves. Um, it was a different time, economy, and life back then. I know they're only raising um, their kids the way they know best themselves. I'm also not saying it's okay, but neither am I saying it's wrong. I'm saying this is the reason why it becomes an average cultivation. Most people in this generation now have been taught to stay average their whole life, play it safe and fly under the radar. From that, at a very young age, they just adapt this mindset and it has fully molded into their human nature. We all know when a habit becomes long term, it's rather difficult to get rid of or even correct. No matter what's being said to this individual or being shown, they will always acknowledge it, but never implement. Think about how true that is in the real world. Most will always acknowledge something, what's happening in the world and what's out there, um, and sometimes even what's good for them, what's bad for them. They will never take what's useful um, for themselves and their own development to start implementing in their actual life or routine. Now that topic alone deserves its own episode at some point, which I love to really uh, get into at a later date. So back at it, the truth behind family cultivation of the average life, family will raise you to live comfortably, but they will never raise you to be successful. Some cases out there have proven this wrong, but I'm speaking for the majority of what's happening. Second is being with an average loved one, now I have seen cases where it's the opposite where an individual in the relationship is a complete hustler and the other is completely average but the hustler manages to make it work. Now studying that relationship, honestly there's no magic, the key is in the average individual in that relationship to be completely on board with the relentless pursuit of the hustler and unconditionally supporting that loved one. However, there are way more cases of some that are hustlers but they never seem to amount to anything because of their partner. This one also doesn't require much breakdown in my opinion, but it's basically because of these three reasons. One, the partner will always tell the hustler it's better to find a stable job than risking going out on your own. Think about that for a second. You probably heard this many times before. Two, the partner wants consistently to spend way more time together and not allowing the hustler to put in real work. And three, constantly fighting with the hustler so now his time is diverted to pleasing the partner by sacrificing his ambitions. The underlying root of all of this is all because that partner is not willing to give the hustler 100% support and sacrificing a lot if not more on their end for the individual to excel. Trying to fight this battle, you'll always have goals with zero results because you'd be mentally drained of trying to juggle two ends of a rope. So from my analysis from people I work with and my closest friends, those are the only two reasons I can see why people embody an average mindset. Now taking a right turn and moving back to the discussion about the three traits that happens, when you have an average mindset, the first is minimal work. Now I'm very familiar with this, very guilty of this, subject alone. 
Everything I ever did throughout most of my teenage years leading up to my early childhood, I would just clock in to get the required job done and call it a night. I have never looked at going the extra mile or putting in more effort into the task at hand as an option. Honestly, I look at it as more of as a joke. I'd always laugh at people willing to volunteer their time to working longer hours or taking on more duties and responsibilities. For me, then after work, I'd go play some video games and kick back, a cycle I'd repeat for years, which is pretty much a sad fact that I was spending thousands on video games and not a lick of it to really ever help grow my mind or my development or even multiply that initial money in some kind of investment. My investment at the time was just more video games to keep my mind distracted. I always figured I was an employee and that's why they had managers to make sure I'm doing what's required of me. Honestly, I just wanted to get paid my portion of the time, move on with the rest of my day and have some useless fun at home playing video games or just chilling out with my roommate or my buddies. Now, when I was asked to stay later to help someone out, I'd always make some farce or excuse uh, because I didn't really want to flat out say no, it was just easier that way because I really couldn't uh, handle confrontation back then. But with carrying that kind of work mentality and mindset, I was just another body in the crowd of billions, right? Like I'm always going to be an employee chasing someone else's dreams and even though I know for a fact that I want to be chasing my own dreams, but I don't have the balls to do it. Um, one thing I do want to throw out there is... What's really true here for a lot of people, even for myself, is I only lived my life to pay bills at the time, so that's why I even showed up to work. If I didn't have to pay bills, I wouldn't show up, to be honest. I'd just sit there all day playing video games and just chilling out. I never wanted to be recognized. I wanted to fly under the radar. I never wanted a promotion. I wanted less responsibilities. And I never wanted to do more for others because I wanted to stay small and not have to deal with people. That kind of thinking and effort killed me. I was a walking selfish loser only in it for myself so I'd always get so frustrated why I wasn't going places but I was keeping myself from doing so. Now when I think about it, isn't it sad to only hustle so you can pay bills? That was my life for 6 years. Endless efforts of hustle for survival. I knew I didn't want to live life like that. I was meant for greedy things. I knew I wanted to be a somebody, not a nobody in the crowd of billions. So I spent a good portion of my life as a job person. I clock in at 9, take my hour lunch break, doing jack all when it only takes me 15 minutes to actually eat, and then I clock out at 5 to excelly run home to play some more video games. Then I repeat it again and again and again until the weekends where now I get a full day to do jack all but lounge around spending more time on video games and watching useless TV, cartoons, or whatever I was watching back then, anime, whatever. Believe me, I thought God had better plans for me and one of these years it would happen where I'd get out of this rat race, but I was so miserable every single year not seeing a significant or even a slight difference than what I am going through. And I started accepting that I wasn't going anywhere because I had limited myself from doing so. My actions change and my mindset change when I really started just blaming myself and really taking ownership of what I'm going through, not because the world's doing this to me, but I'm doing this to myself and I've been so oblivious to the entire thing. I had it made up in my mind that the world is punishing me. God is punishing me. That's why he's put me in this kind of this little world, this little bubble where I'm only receiving average results and pretty much not really loving life. To change when I took that ownership and I took that responsibility and I started to be more self-aware of what I'm actually doing because here's the thing self-awareness is truly a superpower and one of the idols I look up to Gary uh, V Gary Vaynerchuk he says that honestly 
what you have that's so important to you as a human being is the power to be fully self-aware of who you are as a human being. And I didn't realize that at the time. So when I was way more self-aware and I channeled this superpower that, that I was blessed with, that we're all blessed with, I actually graduated from a job person to a career person, right? Now here's the thing. The difference between a job person and a career person is one significant detail. A job person works for a paycheck just to pay bills and stay content, whereas a career person works towards a vision of building some sort of empire with a bigger picture in mind. Also to point out, majority of us will go through our early years as a job person, that's okay. It's part of the process. And ones that do find it sooner and become a career-minded person, well, all the more power to you. But Here's the thing, it's completely fine. At some point, we will come to face the brutal facts that this is all happening because we allowed it to and that it's time to make a change. Um, so from that, we begin to transform and find our incentives to pursue a career-minded life. That transition will be the most rewarding moment as the next time you wake up, just like myself during that period in time, you will roll out of bed with fire in your eyes and a great positive attitude towards this new burning desire you finally unlocked within yourself. Sure, it did take me six years to make the transition, but six years is way better than 60 years. And what I mean by that is the earlier you're able to come to terms with this, that you're holding yourself back by limiting yourself mentally, then you're going to be able to get that much closer to complete success. And it's going to be way better for you. Saves you a lot of time. The second is the most common one. Most people think way too small. It's probably the biggest reason why most people stay average, to be honest. I would say this one, this one is probably the strongest reason why people stay average. When one thinks small, one will only ever achieve small results. Now you may wonder why do most people think small? Once again, because of how they were raised. Even for some families who are well off and have it all, I don't speak for all of them, um, but for some that I read online and some that I came across and had the pleasure to know, their kids are being spoiled and in return they never developed an inch of understanding of what hard work is and what hustle action means. So they comfortably just rely on the security of being safeguarded by their parents' efforts and soon to be inherent in the future and because of that, they will never amount to anything once their family passes. They will just live off of that inheritance. Now, there are some stories of how some kids raised into a well-off family actually amount to greatness. Well, that's because they understand hard work by role modeling after the parents, but that doesn't overweigh the amount of kids that are lazy because of the richness the parents have built for them within the family. For myself, I've always thought small my whole life, completely 100% guilty of it because I was afraid of thinking bigger and failing. That's the other attribute to thinking small. Most think that way because they're so afraid to fail. Of course, failing is embarrassing, stressful, and scary. It's, it's the most scariest situation you can think of or even go through, but it's a stepping stone towards success. The most successful people in the world fail so many times over and over and over. The people we admire and recognize as mega successful people out in the world, they didn't get there by not failing. They had to fail to get there. Most of us, from the outside looking in, do not see the hard work, the hustle, the sweat, the rejections, the persistence, and all of that underneath they had to overcome year after year to be the person they are. Now, it's easy to admire who they are now, but it should be reminded of how we should also admire where they came from and what they had to endure to be that admiration. So, of course, there's no easy fix to thinking small. 
But what I did to break free from this spell was once again just take myself seriously and envision where I wanted to go. Then I wrote down those goals day after day, year after year, and, I, and pretty much it reminded me of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to really pursue, and I made it as ludicrous as possible. Something my average mindset will flag out completely insane. Once that is done, I looked at it and just formulated a plan um, to make it a possibility and not an impossibility. And here's the thing too, when you're trying to make goals and setting targets in place, the best thing you can do for yourself that I've really started um, adapting to is no matter how hard or impossible it seems, do not focus on the impossibilities of why you can't do it. Just focus on the possibilities and how you're going to be able to make it possible so you can achieve and that will really help you. Because even though it's intangible, doesn't mean you can't break it down and make it tangible with compounded efforts of actually pursuing it. Now, I admit, I was so freaking scared of executing this and failing, having people laugh at me and mocking me and telling me I can't do it and that has happened over the years but honestly I did it anyway. I failed more times than I can remember but I just kept getting up every single time wanting to find my faults and improve on it so it won't happen again. Another thing I must point out is that if you're failing at the same thing over and over it means you're not taking it seriously enough to analyze what's truly the problem. The difference between failing forward for success and failing backwards to oblivion is one actually stops to consider the possible outcomes and fine-tune with facts and data in front of them of what's not working and honestly attack with a different approach. So to be like the best in the world such as Wilbur Winfrey, Warren Buffett, Elon Musk, Mark Cuban, or even Jeff Bezos, you have to accept failing as a part of the climb towards ultimate success. The truth is you're always going to fall off that ladder during your journey towards success but every time you get back on it, it will compound tenfolds for you mentally so you can have the resistance to grip on that handle like your life depends on it. Now the last one which is the sum of the two, selling for comfort. So playing video games after work, lounging around at home, watching movies, and hanging out with average people was within my comfort level. It was all I knew, all I looked forward to, and how I wanted to spend my time. As soon as something outside of my regular routine happens, I panic and go crazy. Examples are working longer hours, hanging out with new people, not able to find a new video game to play, and trying to find a new movie for the day. Like I thought those were serious problems that disrupted my life. And I look back and I know for a fact that I can say confidently that I was such a loser and I had the worst mentality, a losing mentality. I have said a couple times in my previous episode where most will learn only in discomfort and not in comfort and I was going to do an episode on it specifically but I think with this episode alone it should be very clear. All of the things you're doing that's with minimal effort and small thinking will allow you to stay within your circle of comfort. As you're listening you can agree self-reflecting on your life in your current situation putting in minimal work and thinking small has proven very comfortable for you and allows you to keep sane and happy to an extent. But the flip side to that is it's not where you truly want to be or deserve to be. And it's all because you decided to be comfortable and as soon as you reach forth for something outside of your circle, your discomfort level gets too much and you run back within your circle. Anyone who makes it didn't do it within their circle of comfort, believe me. But they did it by pushing outside of that and excelling in levels of discomfort. For all of this, 
That is ultimately why most people stay average. Not to say it's a permanent circumstance. Anyone, and I mean anyone, has the ability, opportunity, and willpower to reverse this engineering and break free from that average mindset. First, those wanting to make a change just have to admit it to themselves that they are average and that they're the reason why they're holding themselves back. From that, it's about applying what's said in this episode and seeking guidance in making a successful but difficult transition. Another point I'd like to really bring up before I end off this episode is the willingness and openness to seek out a mentor, a coach, someone to provide you with undivided attention to get you to where you need to be or where you want to be. A lot of people argue with me on this topic and honestly, I don't know why to this day but I guess people just like to fail first miserably before they actually come to terms of what they actually need to do from not failing that way again. So those who seek value in coaches, mentors, they always end up succeeding and there's no real magic to it. It's the simplicity of seeking out others who's exactly where you want to be and having them work with you. Now I definitely will stress the importance of finding a mentor in another episode but I just wanted to leave this seed in your mind because I know for a fact you will think differently on your perspective after this episode. So with all that being said, if you like what you heard, please subscribe to my podcast. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, I would love it if you can show me some love with a five-star rating and drop your review. Other than that, Tune in again next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also find me personally online on Instagram at JadenVu, Facebook at It's JadenVu, LinkedIn at JadenVu, and feel free to check out my website as well, jadenvu.com.